Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to a podcast that I like to call This and That. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've recorded an episode. Was this episode 17? I know, it's, uh, it's been quite a bit, but don't worry. This podcast isn't going anywhere. I'm still recording. I do want to try to record more episodes more often, so, you know. But I was letting the news get juicy, and I was dealing with a bunch of life shit. Uh, you know, getting my shit together, uh, trying to find my own place, you know, trying to find a house right now. Uh, me and my dad are currently trying to find a house. And then once we find a house, I'm going to try to find my own damn apartment. (laughs) But, uh, nonetheless, it's been crazy. It's been hectic. Uh, but again, just been living life, living large. Uh, what what happened? Had a couple mass shootings. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, got some coke from Wendy's. Ah, that grade A shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what 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 happened in my life? Nothing really much. Just been again trying to get shit together. You know, but uh. What, what what's what's what else has been going on in the world? Uh, what do we got on the agenda today? Actually, we've got Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Apparently, uh, Johnny Depp is suing his ex-wife Amber Heard. We'll talk about that for a little bit. Elon Musk attempted to buy Twitter, and uh, whoo boy, let's just say that didn't go out too well. We'll we'll, we'll uh, talk about that as well. Um. And again, gun control talk and much, much more. But uh, how are we all doing? Hope we didn't find. How are the kids? What's that? You don't got any kids? <laughs> okay. So let's get into this here, shall we? I'm going to talk a little bit about gun control and all that good stuff. Um, this is an article from thehill.com. Giants Kapler refusing to take the field for anthem in protest. This article is coming to you from our good friends from thehill.com. Um, this was also posted 52722. So it's a, it's a it's a little bit dated, but uh, it's a good article. Good way to start the uh, sports off and dive into the pretty much the main topic of the uh, podcast episode here. But uh, San Francisco Giants manager Gabe Kapler said Friday he will refuse to take the field for the national anthem in a protest over the nation's political direction following this week's school shooting in Texas. So, for those who have their fucking heads up their asses and under a goddamn rock, if if you don't know, there was a shooting in Uvalde, Texas, and Buffalo, New York. Um, two mass shootings. <laughs> uh, not new here in America, for those who don't know. But uh, both very tragic events, um, and very sad, and we will talk about them a lot more going on here. But uh, the article goes on to say, I don't plan on coming out for the anthem going forward until I feel better about the direction of our country. Kapler said before a series opener at Cincinnati, I don't expect it to be... I don't expect it to move the needle necessarily. It's just something that I feel strongly enough about to take that step. 
Kepler said he needs more time to consider specific actions he might suggest being taken to prevent more tragedies of this type, such as stronger gun control laws, which is definitely needed. You know, one thing I want to mention about gun control laws that uh, a lot of gun lovers love to say, oh, gun control doesn't work, gun control doesn't work. Newsflash, motherfuckers. Yes, it does. Look in the other countries that have implemented gun control. Look at uh, Canada banning assault rifles. As soon as a mass shooting in Canada happened with assault rifles, immediately banned. Have you heard of a mass shooting with an assault rifle in Canada since? Nope. You know? Look at the other countries like Sweden, Norway, fucking... Where else? I think Australia has gun control as well. There's a lot of countries out there with very strict gun laws. Do you hear of mass shootings from them? Nope. So there is literal fucking proof out there that mass shootings can be prevented by gun control. There's literal proof out there. Again, look at the other countries. That's legit little proof right there that mass shootings can be prevented from fucking gun control. Yeah, fucking gun control. You all know what the hell I mean. <laughs> The article goes on to read, Kapler said that on the day of the shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, I knew that I was not in my best place mentally, and I knew that it was in connection with some of the hypocrisies. Wow, <laughs> reading is hard. Let me try that again. That it was in connection with some of the hypocrisies for the national anthem and how it... thought I heard a video play or something. How it... Conceded with the moment of silence and two things didn't sync up well for me But I didn't make sense of it in real time and it took me a couple days to pull together my thoughts Only seven Giants were on the field Two coaches in front of the dugout four players along left field line and an athletic trainer standing alongside them When the Star Spangled Banner was played before Kapler and the Reds manager, David Bell, exchanged lineup cards, the game started after a two-hour and eight-minute rain delay. Earlier in the day, Kapler used his personal blog to discuss the deaths of the 19 children and two teachers killed in Uvalde. In a post titled, Home of the Brave, Kapler wrote, We elect our politicians to represent our interests immediately following this school shooting. We are told we needed locked doors and armed teachers. And we will get to that here in just a little bit here with the video. We were given the thoughts and prayers. We were told it could have been worse and we just need love. But we weren't given bravery. We weren't free. We aren't free. When politicians decide the lobbyists and gun industries are more important than our children's freedom to go to school without needing bulletproof backpacks and active shooter drills. Kepler went on the right Kepler went on the right. Excuse me, English, please? And I, I thought I couldn't fucking read. <clears throat> Ooh, drink went down the wrong tube. Fuck. <clears throat> Woo! Kepler went on to write, Every time I place my hand over my heart, <clears throat> Fuck! <clears throat> Shit. Went down the wrong damn tube. Every time I place my hand over my heart and remove my hat, I'm participating in a self-congratulatory glorification of the only country where these mass shootings take place. I feel that. On Wednesday, I walked out 
onto the field. I listened to the announcement as we honored the victims in Uvalde. I bowed my head. I stood for the national anthem. Metallica riffed on the City Connect guitars. My brain said, drop to a knee. My body didn't listen. I wanted to walk back inside. Instead, I froze. I felt like a coward. I didn't want to call attention to myself. I didn't want to take away from the victims or their families. Hold on. Excuse me. And shout out to him, man. Yeah, as much as he wanted to protest, I, I get what he was doing, you know. But uh, if you guys want to read the... You know what? There's three. Fuck it. We'll read the rest. I scrolled down. There's only like two or three paragraphs left. So fuck it. We'll read the rest. But I'm not okay with the state of this country. He added. I wish I hadn't let my discomfort compromise my integrity. I wish that I could have demonstrated what I had learned from my dad. That when you're declassified with your country, you let it be known through your protest. Dissatisfied. Excuse me. Words do not compute in brain. Blah. That's pretty much my brain when I'm reading. <laughs> Don't worry. The shitty reading has gone nowhere in this podcast. Oh, yeah. If you like shitty reading, then you've came to the right podcast for that. But this article goes on to say, Kepler has protested during the anthem in the past in July 2020 before the start of the virus-shortened 60-game season. Kepler joined outfielder Jalen Davis in taking a knee ahead of an expedition game against the Oakland Athletics. Davis was making a statement about racial and social issues facing the country. Fellow outfielders Mike Yastrzemski and Austin Slater also chose to kneel. So did first base coach Anton Richardson, while shortstop Brandon Crawford stood between Davis and Richardson with a hand on each man's shoulder. Kepler's latest comments came on the came a day after the New York Yankees and Tampa Bay Rays used their social media accounts during the game between the teams to spread information about how gun violence affects American Americans' lives. But if you guys want to read this article without shitty reading, it's on thehill.com. Um, but now we're going to take a listen to a video here from uh, Ted Cruz at the NRA meeting, and we've got a couple videos from a couple people at this NRA meeting, so... Let's get into this one, shall we? To this day, oh, I don't yeah. know if any reporter has asked even a single Democrat why they filibustered bipartisan gun violence legislation that could have made a real difference saving lives. Oh, yeah. So what about Uvalde? What about it? Well, part of Grassley Cruz was $300 million to upgrade school security. Because we've seen a tragic pattern repeat. When I sat down with the families, it's... We've seen a tragic pattern repeat. And yet Republicans fail to do anything about that tragic pattern repeating. They continue to let it happen because they value guns more over than the lives of innocent people. That's why this shit keeps repeating. Santa Fe. We discussed how that monster had entered through an unlocked back door. How he'd been able to make it to a classroom unimpeded and murder innocent children. Now, I'm going to kind of put the blame for that on the school. Schools should have been aware that all doors should have been locked. You know, there, there really should not have been a point of entry. I do realize that a lot of schools keep their uh, side doors and back doors locked. Because of shit like this, you know. 
But apparently, that didn't happen here in Texas. As the shooter, again, had a point of entry through one of the side doors. We also know that there are best practices at federal buildings and courthouses where for security reasons, they limit the means of entry to one entrance. Schools, likewise, should have a single point of entry. Okay, and that's why I gotta stop you right here, Teddy boy. A lot of schools do have a single point of entry. Probably not every school, but a lot of schools do have a single point of entry. Back in my old school, when I was uh, here in Massachusetts, uh, in high school, the school I went to, you you entered through the front door and the front door only. But the front door was locked and you had to press a little doorbell button that buzzed the person at the front office to buzz you into the building. Oh, they're going to plow this shit. Woo, yay, Ted Cruz said propaganda. At that single point of entry, we should have most fire exits. Alright, there we go. So I just want to skip through the fucking applause. Fire exits should only open out. At that single point of entry, we should have multiple armed police officers. Alright, again, I gotta stop you here, Teddy boy. If one armed police officer can't do anything, then what makes you think fucking turning the school into the goddamn Wild West is going to do anything else? Obviously, one officer on campus isn't enough. Then what makes you think more officers on campus isn't enough? Obviously, speaking of officers, obviously the Texas police was too incompetent to do their jobs fucking correctly because instead of directly going on into the school... And fucking taking care of the shooter right then and there. Texas police decided to fucking wait. Uva excuse me, Uvalde police decided to wait. I think they said, what, 45 minutes? And in that span of that time, children's lives were lost. And police, again, failed to do anything about it. Military veterans trained to provide security and keep our children safe. Okay. Alright, now I'm kind of iffy with this. This all stems to mentality, you know, mental. How mental is that fucking veteran? Now, I'm going to try to be careful with the fuck I say here because I know a lot of what I'm about to say is going to rustle some fucking jammies. Don't take this shit the wrong way because I am going to be speaking some valid pretty, some pretty valid points here. Alright? There's some pretty valid fucking points and they're pretty too. They're, they're gorgeous. Anyways. The thing with hiring, tra yes, trained veterans. Yes, they're trained. But is their mentality in the right spot to do that kind of shit? Coming out of combat. You know? Will veterans be mentally stable enough to handle something like that? 
Yeah, I know not every veteran, you know, would not be able to handle I'm sure there would be some veterans out there that would be able to handle this. But I'm just saying, like, let's say you do go through with that and you do allow trained veterans to guard schools. What if one of them blows a gasket and starts fucking breaking into the school and shooting everyone down because, you know, that it's just, it's very, uh, armed veterans are just a very iffy subject because again, it all comes back to the subject of mental illness. Where is that veteran mentally? Hey, I'm all for it if the veteran is mentally stable and is mentally stable to handle the task at hand and will not go off and blow a fuse, you know? Like, I'm not saying if they're easily triggered, if they're easily set off, then not. We don't want that. But if they weren't easy, you know, you get what I'm saying. But it's just, I don't know, it's a slippery slope with having, again, trained. I get, they're trained. I know that. But it's just a slippery slope with me. How about this? Sure, we could do it. But we got to make sure that they're mentally stable enough to do it. And we got to make sure that they're not going to be the reason for another mass shooting because of a stupid decision. Break that down before you all motherfuckers try to start canceling me. Let's continue. Maddeningly. The shooter in Uvalde got in the exact same way. The Santa Fe shooter did. He walked through an unlocked back door into an open classroom. We need serious funding to upgrade our schools, to install bulletproof doors and locking classroom doors. Serious funding. Okay. If you're a fucking politician and you say we need serious funding, what I want to know is where in the fuck are you going to get said serious funding? Who's going to provide it? This is what I hate what politicians do. They will promise something, but they won't provide a source for funding. Or sometimes when they do provide a source of funding, it's normally not the actual source for funding. You know? So it's like, where are we going to get the funding for this, Ted? Tell me that. Oh, they're gonna clap. Woo, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And to hire law enforcement to protect our most precious asset. And hire law enforcement to protect our most precious asset. Asset. Our children. Don't we already have law enforcement hired on there? Or is Texas too busy relying on good guys with guns that there is no law enforcement protecting schools in Texas? Fucking the state of Texas is the goddamn Wild West, you know? But uh, moving on from that video, we're going to be reading an article from thehill.com on this same thing here. Um, Senator Ted Cruz blame declining church attendance, violent video games, prescription drugs, social media bullying, and other societal factors but not guns for the wave of mass shootings in the U.S. during an address to the National Rifle Association members on Friday. Let me repeat that again. He blamed declining church attendance, so not believing in a fake bullshit religion, 
violent video games, which that has been proven not to be the cause of violence. And again, they don't care. They'll, they'll, they'll fucking take anything to make their narrative sound good, right? Prescription drugs. Okay, I could see that. Social media bullying. Okay, again, yeah, I could see that. Other form of societal factors, but not guns. Article goes on to say, We know that many of these who seek to commit the most heinous crimes, they're isolated from human contact. They're living a virtual life in an abstinence of community of community in faith and love. Did he fucking malfunction there? What the fuck? Of community of community? Did he fucking malfunction? Hold on. Sorry, needed to clear my throat. But, um, again... Ted Cruz basically blaming video games when it has been proven that video games are not the cause of violent mass shootings and other types of violence. It has been proven. But again, Republicans don't give a fuck because they'll find anything to back up their narrative. Even when it has been proven to be false, they don't give a shit. They will dig anything. False, true, proven not to be true, don't matter what it is, they'll take it if it fits their narrative. During the event, located a short drive away from the Uvalde, Texas massacre that claimed the lives of 19 children and two adults, Cruz called on Congress to enhance security at schools, but retaliated his opposition to any efforts to tighten gun laws. Again, he, he's against gun control because he thinks it doesn't work, but in reality, if you look at the fucking countries with the most strictest gun control, do you hear of any mass shootings going on? For example, Canada. They had a mass shooting with a, an assault rifle. Oh, it's an assault rifle. Let's say... Okay, fuck it. Here, let me reword this. They had a mass shooting with an AR-15. As soon as that happened, those types of guns were immediately banned in Canada. Have you heard of one fucking mass shooting since in Canada? Since those guns have been banned in Canada? Nope. See, the issue is about Republicans and gun control is that Republicans don't like the fact that gun control actually does work. They don't like the fact that there's actually proof and evidence of gun control working. Right? Again, like I said, look at the other countries that have implemented gun control. Do you hear of any fucking mass shootings from them? No. None. Zero. So. The article goes on to say, What stops armed bad guys is armed good guys. Translation, turn the fucking United States into the Wild West. Is that what's really going to fucking solve this problem, Ted? No. Putting more guns out in the society of America is not going to help the problem. But Republicans and the right don't really think that's not true. You know, they're like, no, that, that, that's not true. More guns will help. You know, we, we need more guns. Constitutional carry. You know, we need everyone in America here to carry a fucking gun. Here, 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 here. No. More fucking guns are not the answer. 
stricter gun control laws are the answer. And you right-wing fuckers can say that gun control doesn't work all you fucking want. But when there's legit, literally, evidence of gun control working. Oh, but look at Detroit! Oh, but look at Chicago! Gun control, strictest... You want to know why Detroit and Chicago is having so much gun violence? It's because of the gangs. They have... It's not real. Honestly, the violence in Chicago is not really gun violence. It's more gang violence. Yeah, gang violence can be associated with gun violence as well. You know, gangs shooting up other gangs and all that. But really, the main issue in Detroit and in Chicago, again... It's gang violence. You eliminate the gang violence, you eliminate the gun violence in Chicago and Detroit. But we all know it's kind of hard to do that. But hey. Basically, the article goes on to say, arguing that lawmakers' proposal to expand background checks on gun sales wouldn't prevent most mass murders, which is bullshit. That's just more right-wing BS. Cruz called to have every single point of entry guarded by multiple armed police officers or if need be military veterans he added that schools should have bulletproof and locking doors to each classroom texas senator also criticized democrats for rejecting an amendment offered by cruz and senator chuck grassley from iowa following the 2012 sandy hook mass shooting that would have created a federal task force to prosecute those who illegally attempt to purchase firearms. Two Republicans and all but nine Democrats voted against the measure, which would have also allowed for intensive firearm sales and transportations and restricted some individuals from owning firearms. Basically, the right's version of gun control, basically trying to give us what the, what we want, but failing miserably. The U.S. is the only major developed nation that regularly experiences mass shootings. And Tuesday's massacre has sparked renewed calls for tighter gun laws. A recent morning consult poll found that a whopping 88% of Americans support expanded background checks on gun sales. That is... Pretty much almost the whole fucking country. Still, Cruz and other prominent Republicans who blocked House-passed bills to expand background checks have continued to oppose any legislation to tighten gun laws. Gun control group... Gun control group... Gun control group every town for gun safety says that that background checks have prevented 4 million gun sales to felons and others who are barred from buying guns. But 22% of Americans purchase guns without a background check. Let me repeat that last part again. 22% of Americans purchase guns without a background check. And we're allowing this kind of shit to go on here in our country. But we have people like Ted Cruz and Donald fucking Trump... The man who little, the man who literally fucking supports gun control. There are literal tweets out there of this man supporting gun control. 
I've even read those tweets in an episode of one of... Uh, here on the podcast. I don't remember what episode it was. But I do remember reading some of those fucking tweets. Just like the NRA, Trump is a closet gun control supporter. And there is also overwhelming amounts of proof that the NRA also supports gun control. They supported it back in the day. But uh, this is an article from thehill.com. But we've got a video here first before we get to that article. There's the video. I'm like, I swear I had a video for this. There it is. It was switched around. But here we go. Now is the time to find common ground. Sadly, before the sun had even set on the horrible day of... I'm a big fat fucking douchebag. I destroyed fucking America. I don't give a shit about any of you. Fuck you. I just want your money. Pretty fucking much. Tragedy we witnessed... A now familiar parade of cynical politicians seeking to exploit the tears of sobbing families to increase their own power and take away our constitutional rights. We all know he means Democrats. Come on, Donald. Don't fucking hide it. We all know you mean fucking Democrats. Come on. Come on. Just say it. Just say it. Every time a disturbed or demented person commits such a hideous crime. So basically, let me translate this BS Trump logic here. Basically, he's saying every time a mass shooting happens, Democrats always want to double down on taking away your guns. And you take away your guns. When in reality... We're not trying to take your fucking guns away. We're trying to keep them out of the hands of people who shouldn't fucking have them. Like, come on, right-wingers. What's so fucking hard about... Like, come on. What's so hard about that? We're not trying to take your fucking guns. Excuse me. I burped. I'm keeping that in. Play the goddamn video. There's always a grotesque effort by some in our society to use the suffering of others to advance their own extreme political agenda. Even more repulsive is their rush to shift blame away from the villains who commit acts of mass violence and to place that blame onto the shoulders of millions of peaceful, law-abiding citizens. He's talking about fucking Democrats. We all know you're talking about Democrats, Donald. Come on. Citizens who belong to organizations such as our wonderful NRA. When Joe Biden blamed the gun lobby, he was talking about Americans like you. When Joe Biden blamed the gun lobby, he was talking about Americans like you. No. He was talking about Americans who have their heads so far up their fucking ass they don't realize what's going on with gun violence in this country. And along with countless other Democrats this week, he was shamefully suggesting that Republicans are somehow okay with letting school shootings happen. They're not okay with it. 
because they are okay with letting them happen. This man is fucking delusional, bro. Because Republicans are okay with letting fucking mass shootings happen. They don't want to do anything about gun laws. It's all about their precious fucking guns. Shut the fuck up, Donald. This rhetoric is highly divisive. Hey, asshole, I'm back. Shut the fuck up. I heard you cough. Dangerous, and most importantly, it's wrong. It has no place in our politics. As always, in the wake of these tragedies, the various gun control policies being put you, and along with countless other Democrats, this would... I want you to listen to this. I'm going to let this play throughout word by fucking word, and I'm going to... I want y'all just, just to listen to this shit. He was shamefully suggesting that Republicans are somehow okay <laughs> with letting school shootings happen. They're not okay with it. No, they are okay with it. This rhetoric is highly divisive and dangerous, and most importantly, it's wrong. It has no place in our politics. As always, in the wake of these tragedies, the various gun control policies being pushed by the left would have done nothing to prevent the horror that took place. Absolutely nothing. So that's where the video ends. He basically says gun control won't work when we all know this dumbass motherfucker is secretly supports gun control again there's literally tweets out there of him supporting it there's literally one tweet where he says he's a big supporter of the second amendment but background checks to weed out the sickos are fine translation he supports fucking gun control now let's get to the article from the hill.com here um Article goes on to say, former President Trump criticized Democrats for not backing measures to increase security in schools during a Friday address at the National Rifle Association's annual meeting that came days after a teenage gunman armed with an assault rifle weapon killed 19 children and two elementary school teachers in the nation's largest gruesome mass shooting. Trump, who is seen as a leading contender to be the GOP's presidential nominee again in 2024, denied offer support for gun restrictions in his address, instead lambasting Democrats over school safety. We all know for a fucking fact he was trying so hard not to make it seem like he was blaming Democrats, when in reality we all know he was. So. Article goes on to say, whatever our differences may be on other issues, what on earth is stopping Democrats from immediately passing measures to ramp up school security, Trump said. How many more tragedies will it take until they agree to set aside their far-left political agenda to do what is really needed and actually works? Let me fix that for you. How many... Okay, I'm going to fix this for you. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you how it really should be said. How many more tragedies will it take until they agree to set aside their far-right political agenda and do what is really needed and actually works? He basically just fucking said what a bunch of Americans have been saying to non-gun control supporters. When are y'all gonna put away your fucking... Anti-gun control bullshit propaganda and take your heads out of your fucking asses and realize that gun violence is a problem in this country. When are you, you going to do that? Never. 
A ban on assault weapons expired in 2004, and there have been little traction moving on even narrow measures such as background checks legislation in Congress despite mass shootings after mass shootings. During his speech, Trump suggested metal detectors, armed guards, and single-point entries for schools to combat mass shootings. Gun control supporters have argued that calls for school security measures and other issues miss the larger issue of guns that link various mass shootings, which is fucking facts! Because it does! It, it definitely does! They don't understand that adding more guns to the fucking issue is not going to fix things. It's not going to make things better. Honestly, it's only going to make it worse. Because if one fuck... Again, think about it. Because if one police officer was not able to do anything, then what makes you fucking think that multiple of them won't? We already got proof that multiple police officers didn't stop anything. So what makes you think that having a bunch of more police officers on campus will do anything? The article goes on to read that Trump was one of several GOP heavyweights who appeared at the annual meeting, though there were some notable absences. Texas Governor Greg Abbott offered a video address but did not appear in person so that he can continue with the state's response to the Texas killings. Trump took a swipe at those who didn't show up to the event, though it was not clear who, was, who he was speaking about. And unlike some, I didn't disappoint you by not showing up, Trump said, gotta show up. Gotta get your spotlight. Anyways, we have, let's see, two more videos here to take a motherfucking look at. But the uh, final right-wing fucking... Well, we have one more right-wing nut. But the uh, final speech we're going to hear from the NRA conference is coming from the NRA leader himself. Let's hear what this fucking clown, murder-loving piece of shit has to say. We do not agree with President Biden on the Second Amendment. But we share common ground on this. Last week... The president said, I'm not naive. I know tragedy will come again. And he is correct. It will, if we do not take action. It cannot be forever overcome. It cannot be fully understood either. But there are certain things we can do. NRA members know that to be true. There are absolutely certain things we can and must do. Where we part ways with the president and many in his party is on the policy question and what we can and should do to prevent the hate-filled, vile monsters who walk among us from committing their evil. You know what we need to do. You just don't want to fucking do it. Because it goes against your right-wing bullshit agenda. Restricting the fundamental human right of law-abiding Americans to defend themselves is not the answer. And that's not what the fuck we're trying to do! This is why the NRA desperately needs to be disbanded. This is why it desperately needs to be defunded. 
and completely fucking just thrown out the trash. It serves no purpose to the American country. Zero. Zip. The only thing the NRA stands for is bloodshed, murder, and money. That's it. They don't give a single goddamn shit about the American people. None. So, for those who are a part of the NRA, you're a part of a scam. It never has been. Each year, over one million law-abiding men and women use a firearm to save their own lives and the lives of their loved ones. Where the fuck did you get that made-up number? Can we get a source for that, please? That is over one million innocent Americans every year. Again, your source, please. Who owe their lives and the lives of their loved ones to their Second Amendment rights. Taking away their right to self-defense is not the answer. And what you gun lovers don't fucking realize is we're not trying to take your constitutional right away to own a gun. Alright? The Second Amendment was created way back in the fucking day. The Second Amendment doesn't guarantee you the right to own modern day weapons. It doesn't say anywhere that you have every right to own this weapon. But No, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. Okay? When you hear a gun lover tell you shall not be infringed, that's just a nicer way in their language of telling you fuck your children, fuck your family, fuck everyone you know, my guns matter more. Okay? Again, to all the people out there who are saying gun control does not work, you're a fucking idiot. Because again, Look at the countries that have gun control in place. Do you hear or see any mass shootings happening there? No. Zero. None. This is an article from the hill.com. Um, it goes on to read, The NRA officials dismissed calls for stricter gun laws on Friday during their annual convention, which is taking place in Houston, a city less than 300 miles from Texas school shooting that claimed the lives of 19 children and two adults earlier in the week. NRA head Wayne LaPere told okay. me... I found this on the web for less than... Shut the fuck up, Siri. No one asked you. <laughs> NRA head Wayne LaPere told his group members that the Uvedale mass shooting should never happen again, but rejected gun control proposals calling gun ownership a fundamental right. Translation, my guns matter more than your life. You know? It is a fundamental right for you to die. You know? That, that's how gun lovers see it. You know what I say to all that shit? It's a fundamental human fucking right for people to live. It's a fundamental human right for people to not have to fucking go around every day out in public in fear of being shot. Because this country doesn't want to take on the violence 
that's currently going on with guns. Instead wants to put guns over the violence that's currently going on. As long as your precious fucking guns are okay, then everything's fine. Nah, let's just throw more guns into the fucking fire. Nah, it's not like it's gonna make the fucking situation any worse. Nah, it'll make it better. Some stupid ass, dumb, fucking retarded right wing logic. Article goes on to read His remarks indicate that Tuesday's massacre has done nothing to shift the group's long standing opposition to any gun restrictions, including expanded background checks and a ban on assault style weapons. Translation We don't give a fuck if your children died, we're still getting money. And as long as our precious guns are okay, then everything is fine. Fuck your children. Article goes on to read, We need to protect our schools because our children deserve at least, and in fact, more protection than our banks, stadiums, and government buildings. So that every school has comprehensive security program tailored specifically to that school to meet its security needs, he said. Over a pre-recorded video message to NRI members, Texas Governor Greg Abbott reinstated talking points from NRI officials that new gun laws will not prevent individuals from breaking the law. Which is absolute fucking horseshit. Yes, they will. Again, look at the, under, look at the other countries that have said gun laws in place. Again, do you hear of a mass shooting from those countries? No, you don't. There are thousands of laws... On the books across the country that limit the owning of using firearms. Laws that have not stopped Madam from carrying out evil acts on innocent people and peaceful communities. I'm sorry, it's just... I'm trying to process that in my fucking brain right now. It's just like, what? There are thousands of laws on the books across the country that limit the owning of firearms. Laws that have not stopped madmen from carrying out evil acts on innocent people in peaceful communities, a bot said. Again, that's complete bullshit. Event speakers stressed that they won't soften their position opposing gun restrictions, again, because they don't give a fuck about the lives of innocent people. Jason Uyemet, however the fuck you pronounce his name, executive director of the NRA's lobbying arm, told supporters that the group will ensure that its pro-gun message remains prominent during the 2022 midterms. <laughs> yeah, okay. We all know your secret anti-gun met propaganda going on there, NRA. Come on. We all know you support gun control. You're just trying to fucking milk these dumbass idiot right-wingers of every goddamn penny they have. Outside of the NRA event, thousands of protesters rallied against the influential gun group and called on a bot to step down, which he should. The devastating school shooting has sparked a course of calls for tougher gun restrictions that the NRA has long lobbied GOP lawmakers to block. Again, because they want more bloodshed. They want more people to die. They don't give a fuck. As long as their precious guns are okay, then everything is fine. So, But getting towards the end of our gun control talk here and all that, uh, 
our final video and final piece here on gun control and all that and the massacres and the shootings. Uh, is, see, ooh, what happened? What did I close out? Something closed out. Oh boy, what closed out? What in the world closed out? Hold on. Well, if I've skipped over something, whoops. But anyways, we have one more video to check out here and take a listen to. And this is um, CNN's Jim Acosta um, basically pwning an NRA board member. Th this this gets good. I'm, I'm going to try to not budge in too much, but it, it's going to be hard not to because th this shit's good. Listen push for the most relaxed rules possible on firearms. Isn't some of this blood on the NRA's hands? Well, let me first say, Jim, thanks for being having me on the show. I want to tell you that I really don't believe the supposition of your question is accurate. I was going to say, again, by the way, this is a uh, CNN host interviewing an NRA board member. So it's pretty much right wing versus left wing here on a left-wing news channel. This is on CNN. I know that while I'm not a spokesperson for anybody, I followed the issue closely, and that the NRA and other organizations, even myself as a state senator in Kansas, have worked to tighten the laws. I think that it's important to understand that no, 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 sir. That these I, laws actually... I hope, I hope you understand. I'm, I'm going to have to cut you off uh, when you start saying things that, that just aren't true. The NRA... Man literally starts spitting out lies and seeing it. Like, the guy has to start fucking cutting. No, you haven't started. Here, let me repeat that again. Let me listen to this shit again. Spokesperson for anybody, I followed the issue closely. And that the NRA and other organizations, even myself as a state senator in Kansas, have worked to tighten the laws. I think... That's bullshit. Again, and that's why the CNN anchor cut him off. Because he knew that that was bullshit. No, they haven't. They're, the NRA and all that are continuing with their pretend pro-gun narrative. No, they're not working on tightening laws. I think that it's important to understand that no, 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 sir. That these I, laws actually... I hope, I hope you understand. I'm, I'm going to have to cut you off uh, when you start saying things that, that just aren't true. The NRA has not worked to tighten rules. That, that's just not the case. The NRA for years, for decades, has pushed for the most relaxed rules possible in this country, and that's why we have mass shooting after mass shooting after please and this man is a state senator oh i feel i think it was oklahoma i'm not sure exactly where this was but uh oh my god judge philip wait hold on let me look this guy up real quick where, where I, I think he said Oklahoma, but I want to make sure. Where is that? Let's see. Who the fuck are ye? Here we go. Let's see. Judge Fillmore is a currently a Division One judge of the 18th Judicial District Court. He's appointed a prior. Oh yeah, for his doctor from Oklahoma City University. Where is he from? I. Oh, it says he's a uh, Sedwick County Courthouse, 525 North Main Street, 5th Floor, Wichita, Kansas. So I guess he's out of Kansas or something. I don't know. 
please, if you could answer the question that I asked you at the beginning of the interview. Isn't this blood on your hands? I'm not the one that pulled the trigger, and neither are the members of the National Rifle Association. I think Buffalo is a great example where the alarms were going off in New York, and all the officials did was hit the snooze button. He could have easily been pro been uh, processed through a... And, okay, sorry to hate to butt in, but notice how this fucker's jumping straight to a Democratic state and blaming shit on fucking Democrats. He's like, oh, but look how fucking Buffalo handled it. Uh -huh. Look how it was also fucking handled in Texas. Many children died, but yet, nah, we're gonna ignore that because that was in a Republican state. Nah, let's 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 criticize the shit that happened in a Democratic state because that's what fucking right wingers do. He's literally ignoring the fact that how poorly police handled the Uvalde shooting in Texas. It, it's just disgusting. In care and treatment action, he was a danger to himself or others. He'd already threatened a uh, mass shooting prior. And nobody did anything until. Well, if he's a troubled young man, should he? If he's a troubled young man, should he be able to go out and buy an AR-15 assault rifle or style assault rifle, which is what happened in Buffalo, which is what happened in Uvalde? Oh. <laughs> this is going to be a good answer. Your group is holding its convention in Houston, where, where you are right now, just a few days after the massacre in Uvalde. We saw Donald Trump dancing on stage uh, at the end of his remarks. Uh, yeah, he was not. I was there. He well, was well, not dancing. How, how is know, all, how is any of this? How is any of this at all appropriate? We're showing it on stage right now. He's doing a little jig there. People are waving their NRA hats and so on. It's this celebratory atmosphere right after a mass shooting where all of these kids are gunned down. How is that appropriate? I think that what you're doing is just telling part of the story there because at the beginning of his speech, he did do a... And then they cut it off, which I fucking hate. I wish they would have continued because it sounded like there was more. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll try to dig up that full interview and make a YouTube video about it on my uh, main YouTube channel. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I'll, I'll figure that out, though. I'll have to dig up that video. But uh, here, here's an article from thehill.com. Our good friends, we all know who they are. CNN's Acosta tells NRA to look into its soul to protect kids. Excuse me. CNN's Jim Acosta got into a heated exchange with the National Rifle Association board member on Saturday afternoon over actions to counter gun violence following last week's max shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Excuse me. I'm 51 years old, Acosta said. This has been going on for decades, and it just seems to me that the NRA just has to look into its soul. I'm sorry to say it's that way, sir, but you and your board members need to look into your souls and see what can be done for these kids. These kids who keep dying over and over and over and over again and over and over and over and over and over. He continued before ending the interview. Early in the interview, Acosta asked the NRA board member, Judge Philip Journey, about the group's opposition to gun control measures. Over and over and over, Judge, we have... These mass shootings, Acosta said, isn't it family? Isn't it family? Yeah, family. Whew, I can read. Isn't it finally time to say that your way doesn't work? Journey responded by saying the current background just 
The current background check systems do not work effectively because the states will not do their share of the job. Oh, yeah, okay, blame it on other people. Typical Republicans. The federal government and the National Crime Information Center over in West Virginia do a great job compiling the records, doing the background checks, and making sure individuals are barred from purchasing firearms, Journey said, which is a load of fucking bullshit because they don't. Because many fucking... Shooters, again, have purchased firearms legally. But then, of course, they are not prosecuted for their attempt. Now, maybe we should start prosecuting convicted felons who are trying to buy guns because we get thousands of them every month who are detained. Journey joined CNN from Houston, where the NRA is hosting its annual convention this week. Multiple scheduled speakers canceled their in-person appearances following the Uvalde shooting, including Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Lieutenant... Governor Dan Patrick. Democrats in Congress are eyeing votes on measures including a federal red flaw lag, red flaw lag, flaw, 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 lag, lap, 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 that would allow authorities to seize guns from individuals deemed a threat, which would be a perfect fucking law. Along with expanded federal checks for gun sales. Although some Democrats sounded optimistic, about the tone of the gun control negotiations, significant gun legislations remain unlikely to pass given Republican opposition. Democratic governors in California, New York, and New Jersey are pushing ahead with state actions in the wake of the latest mass shootings. During Sunday's interview, Acosta at times held up the cover of the New York Times Sunday review section, a page printed in black with a single Represented statement, authorities said the government was able to obtain the weapon legally in white text for each of the 15 mass shootings between 2012 and last week's incident in Uvalde. So overall, this shit has been fucking crazy. It ha and it needs to end. And it needs to end now. It's, it's getting out of control and... It's getting devastating, and it's getting sad. Gun control is desperately needed, and that's all that is for that. Anyway, moving on from all the gun control talk now and all that. By the looks of it, <laughs> some fuckwad decided to uh, plant a firebomb in the California Democratic HQ. A California man pleaded guilty Friday to plotting to blow up the state's Democratic Party's headquarters in what prosecutors said was the first in a planned of series politically motivated attacks after the defeat of former President Donald Trump. This uh, article, by the way, comes from the AssociatedPress.com. Ian Benjamin Rogers, 46, of Napa, pleaded guilty to conspiring to destroy a building by fire or explosives possessing an explosive device and possessing a machine gun under a plea agreement that could bring him to seven to nine years in federal prison. U.S. prosecutors in San Francisco charged Rogers, Roger, Roger, charge Rogers and Gerard Copeland with conspiring to attack targets they associated with Democrats after Trump's defeat in November 2020's presidential election. The pair hoped their attacks would prompt a movement, prosecutors said when they announced the charges in July. Copeland, 38, previously pleaded guilty to conspiracy and destruction of records. Destruction of records. I want to blow up a Democrat building bad. Rogers wrote in one of the messages apps he used to communicate with Copeland, according to the 
indictment. In a different message, he said that after Democratic President Joe Biden was inaugurated, we go to war. Oh, God. So basically, long story short, a bunch of fucking dumbass, retarded, right-wing Trump tards decided to threaten to blow up the Democratic building in California. The article goes on to read, their first planned target was John L. Burton, Democratic headquarters in Sacramento, prosecutor said. <clears throat> Law enforcement officers who searched Rogers' home in January 2021 seized nearly 50 firearms and thousands of rounds of ammunition and five pipe bombs, prosecutors said. Holy fucking shit, Batman! <whistles> How the fuck did he get a hold of all this shit? He was taken into custody and then on state charges after the FBI said he sent text messages that agents perceived as threats against an unoccupied governor's mansion and social media companies, Facebook and Twitter. Under a universal agreement, the federal sentence will be served correctly with a 10 to 12 year sentence on similar Napa County charges for processing fully automatic weapons and explosive devices, said Rogers attorney Colin Cooper. Fucking right-wingers. Gotta love them. You know? Gotta fucking love them. What do you know? Anyways, moving on here from that. So this has been uh, making some big-time headlines recently. Johnny Tepp's attorney makes closing argument in Amber Heard defamation case, calls her a deeply troubled person. This was posted Friday May 27th, 2022 at 12.20 p.m. So just a couple days ago. So this is still somewhat a fairly fresh article. Johnny Depp's legal team has made it has made their closing argument in its defamation case against ex-wife Amber Heard. On Friday, May 27th, the 58-year-old actress attorney Benjamin Crew claimed that the Aquaman star allegations of domestic abuse don't make sense as he's never been accused by any of his former partners. Before Amber Heard... No woman ever claimed Mr. Depp raised a hand on her in his 58 years, he said. This is Me Too without any Me Too. True. The, I'm sorry, but the whole fucking Me Too movement is a goddamn joke. It's basically a bunch of fucking people looking for attention. That's all it is. Cancel me all the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. The Me Too movement's a joke. Mr. Chu went on the note that Johnny was a supporter of the Me Too movement, but said that the movement was intended for true survivors of abuse. Mr. Depp was canceled because Ms. Heard falsely accused him of domestic violence, he said. He added that the Pirates of the Caribbean actor was no saint, stating that Johnny owns his flaws and he admits to them, but he is not a violent abuser. The attorney said that while Johnny had admitted to having an alcohol addiction, actually, excuse me, admitted addiction to drugs, I'm pretty sure he was fucking slamming some alcohol too. There is a world of difference between having substance abuse problems and being a physical abuser. Another attorney on Johnny's team, Camille Vasquez, suggested that it was the actor, not Amber, who is subjected to personal, to persistent verbal, emotional, and physical abuse. There is a victim of domestic abuse in this courtroom, and it is not misheard, she told the jury, calling the scene at the courthouse a setup and claiming that Amber Heard had organized 
press coverage to make sure photographers would take photos of her bruised face. Ms. Vasquez alleged that Amber had faked her injuries and that the world only saw what she wanted them to see. Exactly six years later, we ask you to give Mr. Depp his life back, she said, adding that Amber's plan had been to ruin him. Ms. Vasquez also played several clips of the former couple in the midst of an argument in which Amber could be heard laughing and seemingly mocking her husband. She's a bitch. I hope she gets fucking locked up. The attorney called Amber's... Fuck. Yeah, Amber's. That's her name now. We're calling her Amber's. The attorney called Amber a deeply troubled person and insinuated that Amber had faked some of her emotional moments on the stand, calling attention to the fact that when she cried, there were no tears. Ms. Vasquez also cited a testimony from an acting coach who said Amber struggled to cry while acting. It was a performance, she said, of Amber's time on the stand. So basically, long story short, Amber Heard is basically a big fat fucking poopy head who abused Johnny Depp and Johnny is now suing his ex-wife because of all this. In my eyes, I've heard a lot of what's been going on. I've heard a lot of different fucking news outlets cover this. I, I, I really haven't been, you know, really focusing on this too fucking much, but... I've been focusing on it a little bit. Not too much. I've watched meme videos and all that. But it sounds like Amber Heard's pretty much a piece of shit. And whatever movies she's starring in, she basically needs to be fucking cut out of. Because then, pretty much you're going to tank your movie if you got that bitch in there at this point. But they're going to try to make another fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movie, but this time without Johnny. And, well, we all know how the fuck that's going to go. Like, come on. We all know how that's going to go. Who's going to tank? Johnny Depp makes the Pirate of the Caribbean movies. He makes them. He is the movie. Without Johnny, there is no fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? So, but we all know this, 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 this fucking movie's going to tank. You know? Amber Heard's a piece of poopy. And that's, that's all I know. <laughs> but uh, moving on from that, I'm going to talk about a, uh, a guy who I used to support who has now gone to uh, the party of terrorism and hate. Twitter investor sues Elon Musk and platform over takeover bid. So for basically those who don't know, Elon Musk attempted to buy Twitter. Uh... And let's just say now he's getting sued over it. At one point, Twitter was like, fuck out of here, bro. We don't want you. Fuck out of here. But then Twitter's like, you know what? Fuck it. Give us that 40 bill. But uh, let me let me read a tweet from him real quick. Here, let me pull this up now. This is a tweet from Elon. He tweeted, in the past, I voted Democrat. Because they were mostly the kindness party. But they have become the party of division and hate. So I can no longer support them and will vote Republican. Now watch their dirty tricks campaign against me unfold. And then he puts in the comments, Judging by the rentless hate stream from the far left, 
This tweet was spot on. And then, I'm sorry. I, I, gotta, I gotta read this tweet. From uh, John Farview. Hey man, if you want to support a bunch of electric vehicle hating climate deniers, that's on you. Not sure it helps the cause that you and your team have decided much of your lives to, but I guess you'll get some attention on Twitter. So there's that. Sorry, I'm just reading what his response was. Fuck it, I'll read it out loud real quick. Hi John, you're a, you're a good dude, but obviously a diehard damn. So, have to support the party. But this administration has done everything it can to sideline and ignore Tesla, even though we have made it made twice as many electric vehicles as the rest of the U.S. industry combined. So, basically, Elon Musk is calling the Democrats the party of hate. When in reality, he literally just fucking joined the party of hate. And it, and, it, and it makes me laugh, too. He's like, literally, how are you going to say the Democrats are the party of hate when Trump and a bunch of Republicans, basically Trump rallied a bunch of right-wing motherfuckers and Republicans to go storm the Capitol and cause nothing but destruction and violence and lives lost. Basically, Elon Musk wanted to buy Twitter for $40 billion. And he said once he did get a hold of Twitter, he was going to unban Donald Trump. Now, if you think about it, a fucking course Elon Musk would go support Republicans. Why? Because they love billionaires. Republicans fucking love billionaires. And we all know Republicans would help him out, you know. They'd help him so he wouldn't have to pay taxes. He didn't like the fact that Democrats were making him pay his fair share. You know? So he basically joined the party of billionaires. But uh, this is an uh, article from the BBCnews.com. Um, a Twitter investor is suing Elon Musk in the social media platform over the handling of the billionaire's $44 billion bid for the company. The case alleges he violated California's corporate laws in a number of ways. It accuses the Tesla boss of wrongful conduct as his false statements and market manipulation have created chaos at Twitter's headquarters in San Francisco. Twitter's shares are around 27% lower than Mr. Musk's $54.20 offer price. Or 52, excuse me, 54.20 offer price. The proposed class action lawsuit was filed this week at the U.S. District Court. Here, let me reread that last part again. Twitter shares are down 27% lower than Mr. Musk's $54.20 offer price. I said $54.20. Yeah, he was offering $54 fucking dollars and 20 cents to buy Twitter. Anyone can fucking buy it now. <laughs> The proposed class action lawsuit was filed this week at the U.S. District Court for the North, for the Northern District of California by investor William. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that fucking name. I'm going to call him William H., who said he was acting on behalf of himself and all others similarly suited. A class action is a lawsuit that has been filed or is 
defended by an individual acting on behalf of a group of people. The lawsuit claimed Mr. Musk benefited financially from delaying the disclosure of his significant stake in Twitter and his plan to become the board of direct the board and become a board member of the company. What is so goddamn hard about reading that? Apparently it's very hard for me. It also claimed that several tweets posted by Mr. Musk, who is a regular Twitter user with no more than 95 million followers, were misleading. And included in a poach 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 poach. poach, poach and included in a post in which Mr. Musk said his takeover bid for the social media firm was on hold because of his doubts over the number of fake accounts on the platform. The tweet on May 13th consulted... The tweet on May 13th con... Constused... Wow, i not even going to bother for that word either. Dumb retarded brain can't pronounce big fancy word. <laughs> constituted an effort there we go there it is constituted an effort to manipulate the market for twitter shares as he knew about the fake accounts the lawsuit said the twitter deal temporarily on hold pending details supporting calculation that spam slash fake accounts do indeed represent less than five percent of users so basically the action the the fucking lawsuit is basically over because they think Musk is delaying this on purpose to get more cha-chinga chicka-ching like a dang dang out of this. And basically Twitter's like, nah, fuck that. I mean again, the man joined the fucking party of billionaires. What the fuck do you expect? But uh yeah, Elon Musk is trash. Fuck him. And finally, our final freaking uh Topic of the podcast. California school kids sickened after eating cannabis candy. <laughs> oh boy. I I, 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 I I had to include this one for the final um topic. Three third grade students at a Northern California elementary school were hospitalized. After eating cannabis gummies, authorities said. Inadvertently eating cannabis gummies. <laughs> yeah, baby! Woohoo! A couple third graders just wanted to catch a little fucking buzz before class. No big deal. You know. A student shared the gummies with four other. Oh. I know where this is going! Let's just say little fucking Timmy got into uh, mom and pop's stash for later tonight. Okay. What I want to know is how in the fuck do you even allow your child to take THC fucking gummies to school? How? You know? A student shared the gummies with four other kids during their snack recess on Thursday at Jacoby Creek Elementary School in Hamble, Hamble County community of Bayside police and school officials said the student who brought the edibles to school didn't know they contained marijuana they said well yeah of course <laughs> three children were taken to receive medical attention after they began displaying signs of intoxication ah oh, come on they didn't need to be hospitalized. Them little kitties would have been fine. 
Ah, just let them go chill in the fucking beanbag chair, trip their fucking ass off and have a good time. And later on, give them a nice little cup of fucking goldfish. They'll be golden. <laughs> Articles on read. All three kids were released from the hospital and are doing well. Ah, he just had a little fucking buzz is all. That was it. <laughs> Mazzy whatever the fuck that bitch name, told the Times Standard newspaper in... Eureka. The classroom was initially evacuated over concerns the kids might have been reacting to carbon monoxide exposure. Nanazi told parents there was a frightening incident for our entire school community. Nanazi wrote in an email. The Acria, whatever the fuck, we'll just call him the APD, is investigating officer Heidi Grossman said. Grossman warned parents to keep cannabis products, especially those that look like candy, in a safe spot away from children. And yet, they didn't. So, you done fucked up. You see what happens now? You sent your fucking kids to school high. Anyways, that's all I got for now. Shit. Didn't even break an hour and 30 minutes like we normally do. Close, but... I don't know. But like I said, I do want to start uh, making more of these uh, podcast episodes more frequently here. But uh, I thought I would make another one as there was some good juicy news to talk about and all that. And I don't know. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's going to do it for this episode of uh, This and That. If you all enjoyed, you all know what to do. Follow the podcast on Spotify and all that. But uh, until then, I'll see you all next time. Peace.